You're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. The Military Homeschool Podcast aims to equip and encourage parents by covering topics relevant to military homeschooling families. Tune in each week for tips and advice from someone who's been there as a military wife and homeschooling mom. You also hear inspiring stories and informative guest interviews with experienced military homeschoolers and experts in the educational field. The Military Homeschool Podcast is a broadcast of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome to the Military Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Niehoff. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey mama, today we're talking about the importance of reading for learners of all ages. But before I jump into the myriad of reasons it's important to read with your children, I will preface that I myself am writing this from a place of passion that's only been amplified by the very timely wrapping up of our family's most recent read aloud, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, which we finished up just before our Christmas break. It's a book that we've read aloud together many times as a family and used as the base of a holiday-themed unit study and even as a history study before. It's a much-loved family favorite around the Christmas season. But I digress. Let's jump back into our topic today before I get off track and go down a rabbit hole. Parenting is one of those things that come with a never-ending list of Research suggests that you should fill in the blank. Opinions, studies, best practices, and ever-evolving philosophies abound when it comes to how to successfully raise your children and, at the very least, how to avoid messing them up. You don't have to look very far to find the latest unsolicited advice from never say no to your children all the way to don't let them eat even one grain of sugar. Well, are they even called grains? Much of the advice, as well-meaning as it may be, is speculative, highly debated, and trendy. You can find conflicting evidence everywhere that suggests there isn't a single universal truth in how to best navigate the world of child-rearing outside of the Bible, which I, as a Christian, believe is our guidebook for life in general. Aside from this, it is literally universally agreed that it is important to read with your children. Reading with your children is the simplest and most effective way to support your children's education and raise healthy, well-rounded children. And bonus points for you dads out there. There is a load of research that demonstrates that having you, Dad, read with your children on a regular basis not only assists in their education, but also is a leading, and more so than mom, contributor in raising children who love reading and who are confident as they enter adolescence and childhood. I'm not just saying this to take some of the load off of us moms. I'm saying this because having dad be an active participant in a child's learning and setting an an example of love of literature is one of the leading factors in children who grow up 
to enjoy the simple pleasure of a good book. Now, before I go on with some ways to incorporate reading with your children in your daily rhythm, I want to highlight something, and I don't want you to miss this distinction. It is important to read with your children. Again, it is important to read with your children. I hope you're picking up what I'm laying down. Reading to your children is one thing. Reading to your children is probably what comes most naturally. Mommy sits down and pulls out a book. Children clamor around, hopefully quietly, but more than likely they're fidgeting with something and you've likely reminded them not to distract their siblings three or four times in the first several paragraphs of the book. As you read, your children are invited to listen to the story, reflect on the journey, and possibly, if you homeschool using some form of the Charlotte Mason philosophy, narrate back to you a summary of what was read. Reading with your children involves bringing them into the story, pointing out words, matching pictures to the story, narrating beyond what has been read, and engaging with them with questions that demonstrate that they are gleaning something from the story. Reading with your children helps to build their confidence in language and letter recognition. It builds in, naturally, the notion of sight words, and it improves overall literacy across the board. As your child gets older, reading with them evolves. No longer are you sitting with them on your lap as you point to each of the letters in the word cat, carefully articulating the letter sounds and repeating them back to form a word. Now, you're choosing beautiful and challenging books to read aloud and discuss as a family. No longer are you asking them to stop foot wrestling on the edge of the sofa. Instead, you're both trying to stifle tears as you wrap up a soul-stirring novel about the liberation of a nation some 200 years ago. Let me tell you, from a mother who shed tears and choked through the last seven pages of a read-aloud with her kiddos, only to look up and see her eldest with eyes wide and overflowing with silent tears. It's a wonderful place to be. In the realm of read aloud stories that are actually being appreciated and not just tolerated. All right, I will admit I can see how it looks like the distinction of reading to versus reading with is no longer relevant as your child ages. But I would suggest as your child gains independence in reading, we naturally lean toward affording them that independence. And if we're honest, we may even breathe a sigh of relief as we unload one more thing from our already overstuffed plates. But as they get older, the benefit of reading aloud with our children doesn't disappear. When we read aloud with our children, even as they enter the higher grades and arguably young adulthood, we invite our children into a literary adventure together. We create a shared bond over a good book. Reading aloud allows us as a family 
to discuss the topics, trials, temptations, and triumph in the stories that command respect. We can analyze the language of the times as we read aloud the adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain or ponder over the breakdown of society in The Lord of the Flies by William Golding. Maybe maybe we marvel over the enthralling world of wonder hidden inside an old closet as we read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Next, let's discuss making read-alouds an everyday part of your homeschool. So, how do you incorporate reading aloud into your homeschool routine? I would suggest you start small. Sure, you could jump headfirst into the world of Ambleside Online, ordering all the books and devoting yourself to teaching in almost purely Charlotte Mason style. And hey, (laughs) I'm not knocking that at all. For a while, I was in that season myself. Or you could take it one simple step at a time. Start by picking a book you will enjoy. A living book that explores some facet of the human experience, whether it's a historical fiction or a classic novel acclaimed for the centuries. Don't expect an hour of attention, even from your older children. As you build the quiet muscles and you start to incorporate reading aloud into your routine, don't expect that good book to hold your children's attention like a three-hour feature film. Living adventure and good books take a certain amount of mental fortitude and concentration. There's a lot to absorb. And if it's expertly written, your brain will be engaged in creating the world word for word in your mind. And this takes effort. Start with a few minutes and try to take breaks every 15 to 20 minutes or so. Read the room, mama. If you're spending more time reminding the kids to listen than you are reading the actual story, it may be time to take a pause or even put it down for the day and pick it back up again tomorrow. It's okay. Also, quiet hands don't need to be still hands. If you've committed to reading one chapter a day together, you may notice the fidgets. Your kids may need to keep their hands busy in order to keep their ears open. My best tool is to have a sketchbook where I encourage my kiddos to draw what we're talking about. This allows them the freedom to engage with the story and encourages them to build their narration skills as they listen for the little details they can add to their picture. Okay, and my last slightly controversial piece of advice. Your read aloud doesn't have to be age appropriate. But wait a second, let me explain. I am definitely not telling you to read a Harlequin romance to your children or even to yourself. Nor am I recommending that your read aloud feature anything by Stephen King. That's not what I mean about age appropriate. What I do mean is you don't have to read at the level at which your child comprehends or can even read themselves. In fact, I would encourage you to read above that at all times. Reading aloud is a time to expand your child's capacity for critical thought. It is a time to bring a big world right into your living room and to engage with them in dialogue about 
possibly tricky subjects. Having books that stretch them to pay attention, to listen carefully, and to carefully consider what they're hearing is an important lesson for young learners, one that will benefit them greatly as they grow up. While your young one can't necessarily comprehend the big picture themes of the book, they are listening, even if they're fidgeting, even if they're zoned out, and even if it's over their heads. So if I can encourage you today, start reading out loud with your kids. Make it a daily part of your homeschool, even if it's the only thing you accomplish on the days that go off the rails. Start with living literature, classic stories that bring the world and the human experience to life. Engage in adventure with your children through stories that challenge and shape us. As Jennifer A. Nielsen exclaims in Words on Fire, quote, they risked everything they loved and maybe even their own lives for the true magic. It's our books, our language, our culture, our identities are inscribed in every word. As long as we have our books, we cannot be crushed. We cannot be forgotten. Because of our books, we cannot be erased from our own history, end quote. Well, friends, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening in. You can read my show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. And if you like the podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. If you liked this podcast, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. Links to the resources mentioned during the show today can be found in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Connect on Facebook at Military Homeschool Podcast or via email at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com.